Well, Finance Minister Enoch Kodongwana is expected to deliver the national budget speech on the 22nd of February. This comes under the backdrop of rising inflation, high interest rates and back-to-back -back blackouts. Now, with all of these issues, South Africans are eagerly awaiting to hear what Kodongwana has up his sleeves. And joining me now as we discuss some of the budget expectations is Senior Tax Executive at SICA, Peter Faber. Thank you so much for your time, Peter. Now, this budget comes after a State of the Nation address where big moves were announced, including the State of Disaster, also creating a new role for a Minister of Electricity, and also where you found that there's more support for private sector participation in the operations of state-owned enterprises. So can we expect an explosive budget? Good day, Zanati. I think explosive is a, is a strong word. <laughs> I think just trying to keep the boat afloat is probably where we are. Yeah. Uh, and is it something that can be solved in one to three years? Because explosive would say, can I feel this in the next few months if I'm the man on the street? The answer is probably a little, but not much. Yeah. So will we, for example, in the state of disaster for electricity, see an immediate improvement? The answer is a small one. Yeah. Probably if everything goes right, will it be a big improvement? Will it disappear? The answer is probably no. Yeah. Let's actually talk about the man on, this, on the street and with that tax collections because now there's this big concern that businesses are buckling under load shedding and of course also with the growth that is expected for South Africa that we are even seeing now with uh, load shedding shaving off significant growth that tax collections aren't going to be that great so what can we expect on that side can we start seeing those uh, load shedding effects start filtering th through to this budget or does that come later well, I think it, it probably comes later. Um, what we have seen, and I think that's the concern, is we've been keeping the boat afloat, but we've been doing it through debt. And to a large extent, pension, cashing in pensions, etc. If you look at the numbers coming out of the pension regulators. Um, so we've been, we've been good. And it, I think the people have been quite good, if I look at some of the credit reports, in, in managing their affairs. Yeah. But I think that as, is a short-term solution. At some point in time, things need to give. So on collections, we'll probably see collections not doing bad. I think the commissioner intimated as much. We'll see when the numbers come out. But I don't think the numbers are going to look bad for yeah. a start. So we're probably going to see, not great, but we are going to see good collections in, in, in relation to what the budget was. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, take a look then at the dynamics that could play out between revenue and expenditure. There's so much to be spent on, but also at the same time, in terms of uh, revenue, mining companies that we actually got uh, a lot of revenue from, 2022 wasn't such a great year for them. And how that could then go into the debt picture? Well, I think we've been for the last half decade saying we don't have a revenue problem, we have a spending problem. Okay. So I think that's the first point is we make enough money. If you, even I like to use the example, if you actually go time value the revenue we had in 1996 versus what we now, we're probably sitting at nearly fivefold mm -hmm. in today's money okay. than we had, we had then. Um, so it's not an income problem, we have a spending problem. We aren't spending effectively and we're not getting value for money. And I think that is the big concern is when do we start spending? And, and government has noted as much is that it's the spending. Um, take something like ESCOM. We yes. built two big power stations that should have cost, by all estimations, 90 billion. They ended us costing 400 billion. And they're still not working. Mm. Notwithstanding that they 10 years after they were supposed to be finalized. Yeah. 
What's the problem? It's not the fact that we don't have revenue. We have spent, I mean, just in the last decade, we've nearly six-fold increased the cost of electricity mm -hmm. for the last 15 years. And yet we're still seeing now in reports ESCOM to make 20 billion rand loss. So how can you have a six-fold revenue increase from increases yeah. and you're still making these kinds of losses? Yeah. And I think that's the problem. It's a spending issue. How then does that filter through to the debt picture? Well, obviously, if you're spending badly, you have to borrow money. Um, and you have to borrow money to get that. As I said, instead of ESCOM having to borrow 90 billion to build two power stations, they borrowed 400 billion. Mm. The same has happened at Transnet, Prasa, um, Denel, SAA. All of these entities have been borrowing. The municipalities are even a bigger problem, especially the big metros. They've all been borrowing a lot of money, but have been spending it badly, and therefore they're not getting the returns on that spending. Yeah. Talking about uh, that spending, what could eat up the budget that shouldn't be there or should be there in a reduced size? Well, what we are seeing is obviously we're spending a, a lot of money on, on covering debt and debt costs. Debt costs yeah. is now the, the biggest. And once again, we're not going to see a return. We're not investing. We see the infrastructure spend coming from the engineering council. We've underinvested. We see it in our roads. We see it in our rails. So get things coming. We're going to have to cut somewhere. So where do we cut? Mm -hmm. um, controversially, we're spending the most in the continent and, and percentage-wise on education, yet we have the highest percentage of grades fours that can't read. So should we be spending more there? People say, well, let's cut social grants. We can't because people need to eat and live mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day. It, it doesn't help we have this hypothetical sum. So where do we cut? I don't think it's necessarily about cutting. Mm -hmm. It's making sure that if we're spending money, I mean, one of the biggest problems facing us is probably not electricity, is water. Mm. So Johannesburg, Twane, as we've seen water shedding, notwithstanding our dams at 100%, we're having good water and we're losing 30, 40% of our water, drinkable water just from broken pipes, etc. Water shedding is probably the biggest crisis facing this country in the next five to six years. Yeah. Um, are we spending money towards those? Are we going to see the same spending that we saw with the electricity side. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. Are we getting, are people being held accountable? So the president noted he signed contracts with the ministers performance in 2019. Yeah. I've not seen a single report on them performing or feedback. In Sona, that's what you would have expected. Mm. The minister had signed and said we did this, this is what the minister delivered. Um, we've seen the draft on the professionalization of the public sector. Not seen any movement on there. So once again, things like inflation, the labor agreements yeah. that haven't been costed. So there's a lot of stuff not even in the budget that's going to hit us. And I think that's the problem is we are going to have to identify mm. why are we giving increases to departments like water and sanitation for not achieving targets yeah. um, and nobody being held accountable. So it's about effective spending, not about more spending. And if we can get effective spending, we could probably reduce debt. Yeah. All right. Well, just to wrap this up then, let's talk about what this will mean for the man on the street considering the inflation outlook? Well, the inflation outlook, as we know, is not looking good. Mm -hmm. uh, the war in Ukraine is, was not costed in last year and suddenly food inflation. And that's just because Russia and Ukraine between them produce 30% of the world's grains and also yeah. fertilizer. That's having a huge impact on food inflation. Is there something government could have done? We see global governments trying to do that through subsidy and the same with energy. Fuel being twice, I mean, three years ago, I'm paying on a small car about 1,500 Rand more per month on fuel. On a big car, probably 3,000 Rand a month more for the same amount of travel. 
And then we have ESCOM, as we said, just in the last three years, 35%, and that's excluding the 18% hitting us now in April. Yeah. So that will add up to nearly 50% growth in. And I think other governments have tried to subsidize cost increases, mm -hmm. and I think that's what people have asked to do with taking over ESCOM's debt. Okay. And whether that will help, taking over some of that $400 billion, um, to subsidize, but it still needs to be paid. Yeah. But will it at least give ESCOM and the municipalities, which is our, remember you don't buy your electricity from ESCOM, you buy it from municipalities. And municipalities rely on the profits they make from that to fund themselves. Mm. So it's gonna have a knock-on effect. So is it good news for the man on the street? The answer is probably no. It's tightening oh. belts even further. Yeah, so much to consider there. And of course, we will be watching out for what comes out of the budget on the 22nd of February. Thank you so much Thank for you your time much, and for your insights, Peter. That was uh, Peter Faber from SICA.